Growing up at Oxford. Overcoming difficulties faced by high-achieving students. This podcast will look at how high-achieving students, such as those at Oxford, may experience the developmental transition from late adolescence to adulthood. This typical psychosocial phase of young people's lives is characterised by a shift from dependence to independence, which often occurs within the context of the demanding three or four years at university. A conflation of internal changes with external circumstances can give rise to emotional, social and academic difficulties that will affect virtually all students to some extent. Let's consider what we mean by the term developmental transitions. What we experience in our developmental years from infancy through childhood and adolescence profoundly influences subsequent relationships and experiences and, importantly, how we feel about those. It's essential that we consider how our individual development contributes or is linked to our current circumstances, such as our emotional states and how we perceive ourselves. The more we understand ourselves, the greater the possibility to bring about desired and actual beneficial change when needed. Certainly, we cannot change what we do not understand. Experience and research illustrate that a growing child's most important psychological need is to experience secure attachments within loving relationships. From this, they develop a sense of self by internalising what they see reflected back from those upon whom they depend, namely parents or caregivers. What they see will, of course, combine positive and some negative aspects. This is the course of normal development. However, it doesn't take much for that sense to feel fragile. Parents are not just parents, but individuals with their own identities, flaws and needs of their own. Children are acutely sensitive to what they perceive to be their parents' perceptions of them and will act accordingly. They may develop certain personality traits, positive or negative, in order to elicit the responses they need. Or they may pretend to themselves and others that they don't need the relationship and become prematurely independent. These strategies are aimed at protecting themselves and ensuring a sense of psychic equilibrium which can be described as personal idioms, ways of being in the world, and the bases of relational templates. A common strategy is to achieve well academically. However, the educational experience shifts between school and university. It becomes more connected with vocational possibility and so becomes more competitive. Personal relationships and peer relationships become more important and have to be negotiated. And an emerging sexuality has to be integrated. At the same time, home, which may have seemed invulnerable, may no longer seem so as parents age and relationships change. The previously adopted, often successful strategies that were designed to ensure early development needs were met may no longer feel adequate in the face of new challenges. 
let's look at some typical difficulties that may arise during this transitional period. For some students, academic achievement is the source of considerable self-worth. However, compensatory academic endeavour and the consequential rewards are often a psychological refuge from feelings that have arisen from difficult, uncomfortable familial relationships or experiences. In the often unconscious pursuit of this emotional refuge is a neglect of other aspects of themselves and their personalities. The sense of self can become over-identified with a particular quality or ability, which, whilst previously helpful, can now feel fragile or superficial. Psychological, emotional and relational difficulties need to be understood within this context. Typically, these can manifest as anxiety, depression, acting out behaviour, substance abuse, promiscuity or social withdrawal. All, in a way, attempts to manage or avoid difficult feelings. Let's consider how these difficulties can be managed and processed and how we might be able to bring about positive change when necessary. Two separate but related psychological processes need to occur. Firstly, separation. A healthy psychological separation from parents and home. Secondly, integration. An acknowledgement and acceptance of the whole self, vulnerability and flaws included. However, people tend to be ambivalent about change. Even if you imagine change for the better, it may feel safer to stay with the familiar, however unsatisfactory. If you are used to being seen in a particular way, for example, if you are dependable or trustworthy to others, it may feel as if you might lose those qualities if you were to change. Indeed, these are important and meaningful parts of the self. But what is often required is help to both reinforce these helpful aspects and also to consider changing or discarding the less helpful ones. Students may begin to feel more in command of their internal resources in the face of new challenges. Separation from one's childhood self is crucial. We need a more realistic appreciation of ourselves. Any imperfections parents have, children may feel responsible for. But of course, parents' flaws and deficits are their own and the developmental task remains to separate from those. To a cognitively successful Oxford student, emotional failure, as it can be felt, is of course the antithesis to how they want to feel or to be seen. And this is particularly why change can feel so difficult. However, without an acknowledgement of vulnerability and a consequent acceptance of the need for help, change is difficult, if not impossible. I'll say a word in support of counselling. It offers a space to utilise the relationship with your counsellor to help understand your relationship with yourself and others. It gives the opportunity to explore your particular difficulties in the light of your development so far. It is hoped that gaining further insight and understanding 
will be the basis for beneficial change and hopefully the change will be lasting. Counselling is of course a therapeutic conversation and for many students is an important first step in bringing about change. But in order to begin to adapt to a more adult world, real and honest conversations with the important people in your life need to be encouraged. So, to bring about separation from one's childhood self, it's often helpful to begin a dialogue with parents, a non-accusatory review of the experience and dynamics of growing up within the family. This thought often troubles students who fear they may adversely affect the bond that they do have, however imperfect. But through this process, one is stepping out of one's childlike role and identity and fostering a more adult one. It also provides the parents with an opportunity to correct some of the assumptions, for instance, that you were only valued for your successes. This can be extremely reparative. For some students, this approach may seem inconceivable. They may fear it will be met with parental defensiveness that would further harm the relationship. I encourage those students to remain independent in their thinking and to act not only in the ways they think will please their parents. In separating from parents, it is inevitable after all that in some way we disappoint them. In the pursuit of integration, and by this I mean the acceptance of our whole selves, flaws and all, I would encourage more therapeutic conversations with peers, especially personal conversations with friends. It is the acknowledgement and expression of difficult feelings and difficult parts of the self which can feel extremely liberating. Oxford can feel like a highly competitive environment academically, culturally and socially. To survive in such an environment, many feel they cannot be vulnerable. But is it not more important that you are valued for all of yourself than for just parts of it? Perhaps it may disturb a friend to suggest that you are not all that you seem. However, if they are a real friend, they will want you to be truthful. And if they don't welcome your honesty, the obvious question to ask is, well... Are they really my friend? Real confidence comes from accepting and loving yourself in an unconditional sense. Here lies the emotionally corrective experience of an imperfect childhood, from which no one is immune. If students can embrace this process of separation and integration, and for some, counselling can be the first step in doing this, It will give them the opportunity to grow and change. It can demonstrate your capacity to develop beyond an identity that was established in childhood and a newer adult identity can be fostered. This will enable you to have adult-to-adult relationships which go beyond the scope and limitations of those previously established. Moreover, you can really begin to improve your relationship with yourself the nature of which has been the basis of so much disturbance and distress.